One special night, Coyote decided to analyze his true nature. Coyote has been playing so many pranks on people and beings, so many tricks and jokes and scams, big deceives. But he was never aware of why he was doing it. It was just happening to him. It seems like its true nature was to prank, to scam, to trick. But as wise as he was, he decided to sit down and to analyze, to study, to perceive who was the one that was pranking everybody. Pranking everybody, including him, the one that was playing the big joke. The joke of all in all. Coyote meditated and rolled his eyeballs back into his head to try to catch it. A glimpse. A glimpse of the source. And he saw it. He saw the Wakantanka. Wakantanka means great mystery. He saw the great, great mystery looking back at him. And then he realized that the biggest trickster there is, is God itself. Every trickster that have appeared in history are, as everybody else, just tools of God. There is no way that a soul can be separated from the great soul, the great spirit the great mystery. Therefore, all our natures, all our quirks, even if they are very annoying to other people, they are part of the God itself. Though, like in the case of Coyote, every prank he was playing, every joke he was doing, every mischief he was planning and putting into action, was always taking beings into a higher state of being, into a higher state of comprehension, of awareness. Coyote could be a real motherfucker. He could trick the shit out of you. He could put you in horrible situations, in situations near to death and mostly near to madness. But he was always in a certain control of the situation. He was always in a certain control of the total play, like great tricksters does. And the persons and the beings and the civilizations that fall under the spell of Coyote or Wewe Coyote, that means the old Coyote, old man Coyote, they were always having a big revelation after the prank. Because a prank on yourself, on your ego, a deceive on your ego, a deceive that makes everything that you believe on crumble, will always reveal your true nature, will leave you stripped in front of everybody, in front of the universe. Imagine that Coyote wants to expose you. Coyote wants to 
take out your armor and to laugh at you and to point with his coyote fucking claw, claw and show everybody how funny you are. But the laugh of the coyote is your own laugh, but just through another being. Because the joke is on you. There has been an analysis of the Joker. Who is the Joker? This card that appears there in the deck that basically can be used as any other card. A chameleon. A figure that can transmute, transfigurate itself into any other symbol. And this Joker can do that because it has realized the nature of reality itself. And the nature of reality itself is a joke that the God, the essence, is playing on itself. That is what the Hindus call the Maya, the magic, the big trick, or other way to say the matrix, or other way to say the mother. Because without this big trick that God plays in itself, there will not be a reality. Therefore, this big trick, this big magic is the mother of everything. The matrix. And believe me, you cannot escape from the matrix. To escape from the matrix, you need to lose your physical body and your mind and return to the essence that is God without the body and mind. And well, that is not so fucking difficult to do. You just need to jump out of your window. But don't jump out of your window. Anyway, one day you will die. And you will see the surprise. You will realize that you were God playing a joke in yourself. So there is no necessity, need to rush the process. You will arrive there. Though a lot of beings feel the desperation to get out of the matrix. They feel that everything is too serious. Too terrible. That everything is a big, horrible system of slavery played by other human beings or by forces of destiny. And that's what people call the matrix. This illusion that keeps them doing the same stupid routines, getting the same results. And that's when the joker, the trickster, appears useful because the trickster doesn't give you any other option except losing your old parameters and conditionments. The trickster will break you down. The trickster will deceive you. The trickster will promise things. And then the promise will be empty. The trickster will open ways. And the ways will be empty. The trickster will promise a solution. And the solution will be empty. Because everything you're looking for, you already got it. And that's the big, big trick of the trickster. And it's basically what all real deal gurus, because they are real deal gurus, it's lucky to find them. But when you find one, you will realize that all they are telling you is to go away, because you already have what you want to get. But you don't believe on it. You feel you're not worthy of it. You feel it's something so unreachable and so divine, so divine, so high. 
that there is no way that you can get a grasp on it. But you already have it. Because that's what you're looking for, is you. Now, the only way to take you there, it will be to strip you up. It will be to show you. It will be to take out all the layers that you put in there. All these fake disguises of self-importance. All this glamour. And burn it down. And that's what the trickster will do. And the trickster will make reality move. Because one of its main roles is to do that. Is to make reality move. And the trickster can do it without attachment. And even sometimes in a very saddest way. Because the trickster have acknowledged the truth of it all. It's a game. It's a game that is God is playing with itself. The Joker, the Joker, the billion of Batman, the figure that represents the chaos, where Batman represents order, has such power, has such a maddening power, because the Joker realizes that he is a character. In all the stories of the Joker, in all the graphic novels and movies and comic books, what gives the Joker this insane motivation where he can do anything, even get into very, very sadist, chaotic, psychopath conducts, is that he realizes that everything is a fiction. That no matter how much pain there is in reality, no matter how much suffering there is in reality, no matter how much of this annoying, horrible process there are in reality, they are all a fiction. They are all a story that the God, the beginning, the core, is telling to itself. Then, is not so serious. But that's when the trickster can fall into real madness and play the role of the billion. In Norse mythology, we have Loki. And Loki is another way of saying or representing the figure of the Christian or Catholic devil. It's a thing that's by his original nature has this tendency to create chaos and mischief. But out of this chaos, mischief and destruction, there is always a regeneration. And even if Loki will want to keep himself from doing those kind of things, it will not be possible. He will continue and continue and continue to get involved in the same kind of mechanisms because there is no way that the archetype is going to be changed. That's why it is an archetype. It's higher in nature and more true than the material representation that it's having. By Jungian psychology, you can analyze which kind of archetype you're representing in this plane of existence. There's not one better than the other. There can be mixes, yes. There can be transmutations, of course. But there is not one that is superior to the other. As we can see, the heroic sun of our galaxy nurtures us with heat, gives birth to the crops, 
keeps the planet in a certain temperature that life can exist. So it's taking care of us. It's basically making us live. Without the sun, we will be gone. There will be not the possibility of existing for a long time, of course. So the sun is a protector. It's a caretaker. It's a hero. But if you stay under the sun without protection for a long time, that hero will turn into a terrible violent and will burn you, will literally fucking melt you. You stay on the desert without water under the sun, you will be gone in little time, or you will end up crazy. Then we can realize that even the hero, the most pure heroes of the legends, the Jesus, Helios, Vairokana Buddha, Apollo, all the solar deities, they are as heroic as there can be villainous. I don't know if that fucking word exists. But as there can be billions, depending on the circumstance, anything can be the devil that destroys, that tricks, that gives suffering and pain. And everything can be the God that nurtures, that takes care, that helps you, and that actually protects you. And that's when we realize, as Coyote realized, that his tricky nature was not something personal. It's just an emanation, a direct emanation from the most divine, from the great spirit, from the great mystery. And therefore, is an archetype. When Coyote realized this, Mihartis, he laughed. He laughed and laughed and laughed and hole into the moon, realizing that all the jokes that he was playing, he was playing them into himself. All the pranks that he was doing to everybody, all the mischief that he was doing to the world, he was doing it to himself. Because there is no way that he could be separated from the world or from the God itself. And since then, Coyote became even more motherfucker. He started not to restrict any of his tricks. And because of Coyote, a lot of beings became liberated. A lot of beings became what is called a Heyoka. A Heyoka is a thing that feels reality so intensely, that feels every feeling, every emotion, be it of him or herself and the others, with such a quality of intensity and volume that gets mad, that gets crazy, that gets cuckoo. A Heyoka feels the wave and the vibrations of reality in such a powerful way that becomes absolutely cuckoo. But that cuckooness, because of the great heart of the Heyoka, that is the source of his madness, who have a big open heart that makes him or her feel everything, this madness, this craziness, is directed and channeled in a way that helps other beings to be awakened to this, to the connection of everything. 
de Heyoka. God crazy, the crazy clown, the secret crown. Clown and crown, God crazy. Because of feeling everything. Because of realizing the tide that life is all at the same time. And now he can show other beings that they are in the same situations. Of course, by stripping them of their hard cocoons, of their egos, of their life rules, of their philosophies. A Heyoka will take your philosophy, will put it on the floor and will pee on it. A Heyoka will take all your structures or your control of how reality must be and must not be and will really dance over it, spit on it and dance over it and spin on it. And if you let them do that, if you let them do that and let the Heyoka, the cosmic divine clown to drive you insane, you will realize the same. You will roll your eyes back into your school trying to search for who you really are now that you don't have a shit, now that you have been really pranked. And you will realize that you are that. That you are it. That you are the it. And by it I also mean the fucking clown, that you are a clown. That you have always been a clown. A god playing to be a woman. A god playing to be a man and all that is in between. All the shades of grey. Animals. Stars. Planets. Galaxies. We're all just representing the role. But the actor is the same in every case. And this actor decided at certain point to put the makeup, to put the disguise, and to play and to entertain itself in the big, big, theatrical, beautiful, chaotic, cosmic, ordered, and messy game that existence is. And the trickster is always there. The trickster is a, is a big guru and will try to initiate you every time. And the more serious you get, the more hard it will hit. The more you don't want to laugh, the more it will poke you. The more you try to wear a mask, the more it will tear it out of your face. Because when you approach the sacred clown, the trickster, you need to know that you're approaching God, trying to reveal itself to you, trying to reveal the truth to you, and making you laugh at your own joke, the universal joke, a joke of you 
on your <laughs> on yourself motherfucker